This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Hey everyone, so it has been a while, but right now I am actually here with a friend. Um, Her name is Sarah, she goes to South, she's in nursing school, so today we're actually talking about this concept of comparison and I was talking with Sarah about this just after a dinner that we had with some friends and uh, right now we're just gonna hear about Sarah so just to kind of kick it off um, I have Sarah here and just yeah just tell us a little bit about yourself you know where you're from and just yeah what's your story hey uh yeah so my name is Sarah um I'm from <laughs> nowhere Alabama uh, I'm from, <laughs> from somewhere t- tiny little town in North Alabama um and yeah, I came to Mobile for school, and like Libby said, I'm at South, I'm studying nursing, and the hope is to be a pediatric nurse someday. I literally don't want to do anything else. Um, like, please don't give me grown-ups. I want to work with kids. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the goal. Um, and yeah, I am the youngest of 10 kids, and um, Apparently, I like pizza more than anybody else that my friends know, so fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. Well, uh, just kind of a little bit about that, too. Like, what led you to pediatric nursing? You know, what kind of drew you to that specific field? Um, I mean, sometimes people ask me why I want to be a nurse, like why I decided I wanted to be, and I'm like, I don't know. I've wanted to be a nurse for so long, I don't even remember why. I initially wanted to but um I mean really I just love people and want to be able to help them and I think the medical stuff is cool too when people tell me things um my brain is instantly like okay like what is what's going on let me let me figure this out and I just love kids in general so um yeah just kind of naturally like pediatric nursing yes please let me take care of the babies yeah and especially growing up with nine siblings having nieces and nephews like growing up like you're you're definitely yeah ready to babysit all those kids that's the goal yeah I mean I was 10 years old when my first nephew was born so there's been kiddos around for a while cool cool well all right so yeah we'll we'll kick it off and just kind of talk about you know the topic of comparison and just kind of how you know, we've both dealt with it, you know, more Sarah will be speaking more than me, and just what we think about this topic, why do we struggle struggle with this so much, and, you know, what the Lord um, does to really help us overcome that. So, just a small little brief intro, and, you know, thanks for Sarah, you know, just for joining us, so stay tuned. Again with Sarah. Um, just before we start, we're just going to kind of go through a couple of questions just about, you know, the topic of comparison, but a little background um, why we got onto this topic, actually. Um, 
it was me, Sarah, um, my husband Brandon, and then one of our friends, Judd. Um, we were kind of talking about this, and honestly, this has been kind of a struggle. And I'm sure a lot of people struggle with this um, too. It's everywhere. Um, but Judd was mentioning something about the instead of are asking that question, are we comparing each other or comparing ourselves to other people, or are we sharpening one another? And that was kind of something that um, we can talk about later on. But one of the questions that I wanted to ask Sarah was that, have you ever had a personal struggle with comparison? Like, what do you think about it? You know, what are your personal encounters just about that? (laughs) Uh, Have I ever had a personal struggle with comparison? What a question. Um, So, um, absolutely, like all the time. but so just like a little bit of background on some of that I guess um so like I said I grew up in a tiny little town I have nine siblings right well so I'm the youngest of 10 kids and I was homeschooled and my parents are from Wisconsin and they moved like a year and a half before I was born to this little town in Alabama where if you've lived there for five generations you're still not a native of Moulton Alabama so you know like three strikes against you and you're out right um, so we were just like weird kids, even at church, um, always felt a little like outcast, like not clicky. Um, you know, I went to youth group for a while and it's, it, it felt so clicky and I was like, I am not clicky at all. And I feel very outcast. So I just stopped going to youth group and I helped my parents with kids. Um, but yeah, so like even at church I had that and then, you know, being one of 10 kids, I mean, it's not like anybody ever tried to compare us to each other. Like, well, I'm sure some people did. My parents didn't do that. But, you know, just being one of 10 kids, it's like, oh, I have to do something to stick out. Like, yeah. I want I want to be a person. I don't want to just be, like, the 10th kid in my family, you know? Um, I think one of my brothers actually said, like, you, you got to do something, like, that makes you unique compared to everybody else. Um, because there's just so many people that sometimes you just kind of get lost in the flow if you don't do anything unique. And so, at least for me, um, it's very easy, very easy to compare myself to other people. And then even nowadays, just like comparing myself to like friends and things and, oh, well, I'm like this, but this person's like that. Like I'm pretty laid back or some of my friends are more outgoing. So like, you know, they're more fun to be around or like other people like them better things like that just very like very continually um I have to fight that lie because it it's it's pretty present a lot of times so yeah yeah no thank you for sharing this like sounds terrible but (laughs) I thought of for some reason the first thought that came to mind was the Weasley family in Harry Potter (laughs) I don't know why but no that's a good point though too because I like in your family like you had older siblings and then you have nieces and nephews and you have to do something to stand out to almost feel like you you're unique and you have something to bring to the family um so I don't have many siblings but that's just only a, a guess um but yeah I mean how do you think that it's affected you, I guess, with being in a family of nine siblings and comparing yourself. And you said, you mentioned comparing your friends too, but like, 
when you're actively like comparing yourself to others you know how does that affect you when I'm actively comparing myself um well I have this bad bad tendency first of all of like I don't want to bother people you know and so many of my friends have been like no you're not a bother like don't don't say that um but I think that if you're comparing yourself to other people as well it, it it's kind of natural to be like well I don't want to bother them because if you're like well I'm not as good as this other person then why would you think your friends want to spend time with you rather than this other person and so it's just kind of a downward spiral um so I have that going on and then I think also when you're like actively comparing yourself to other people it um it, it can kind of lead to depression a little bit because you're like well I'm not as good as that other person you know for the that example of like I'm laid back this person is outgoing it's like well I'm not as fun as them and like why would people want to hang out with me I'm not as fun as this other person um and so it it can at least for me I think it can lead to a lot of like sadness depression whatever you want to call it um if I don't like keep it in check through you know God's help yeah no yeah this is kind of an off the wall question too um but maybe they're not as like content with themselves or like you know I kind of like what keeps them grounded in a way are they more concerned about other people with what other people think of them or expectations or um yeah, I'm, I'm just asking you, I guess. That really wasn't a question. I think that I was just spitballing there. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think just uh, what do you think keeps people grounded or kind of helps not, like, removing that lie of, like, I have to compare myself to try to earn people's approval? I don't know. That was kind of a weird way to ask that. But <laughs> um, just, like, what helps um, to fight that lie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, obviously, like, being content in who the Lord has made you to be, like, being, having a good relationship with the Lord, I think, helps, but that's very, like, a pre, like, a churchy answer, I feel like, and, and it, it, like, practically, what does that look like? I feel like having good friends who remind you, hey, that's a lie, that's not true, like, yeah, you're, you're, you're this way, and that person's that way, but that's okay, like, God made you differently, and, like you're beautiful the way you are um having people to like remind you of that I think is really important like good friends um who yeah will just like fight that lie for you because sometimes especially if you're like too deep in um to like sadness or depression or whatever it's like basically impossible for you to fight lies yourself um and so like having other people to be with you and be like no that's a lie and remind you of that I think is really helpful yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'm just going to go back to what I mentioned earlier, too, about sharpening one another. You know, how can we, you kind of tapped a little bit about, you know, keeping each other accountable, but how can one another sharpen, I guess, I was asked very weirdly again, but how can we sharpen one another? Um, kind of going back to what Judd said, instead of comparing each other, comparing ourselves to one another, how can we sharpen one another? What are, like, practical ways that we can sharpen one another? Um, well, I think, like, a baseline thing is, like, not being prideful um, and being humble. Because if if somebody's like, oh, you're better than I am because you're this way. And then they're like, 
oh yeah, you're right, I am. Like, that's not helpful. Um, and I, I'm not gonna lie, like in certain areas of my life, I have to be like, Jesus, please help me to be humble because like being prideful is really bad. Um, and so like being humble, I think is very important to like see um, like the way God has made other people and to see that like, yeah, they may be different, but that's beautiful. Like God made us different for a reason. And just like being able to see how you complement each other rather than comparing yourself to each other because like things that complement each other aren't the same, obviously, but they work well together. Um, and so like trying to see how how you work well together and like actively like thinking about that and not forgetting that and saying, oh, I'm better than them, I think is important. Um, because as soon as you're like, oh, I'm better than that person, then you're not helping yourself or them. You're just kind of helping Satan, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you have any, like, personal experiences with that or just any kind of anything that where you felt like, you know, I, I need to stop comparing, you know, how can I shift off of that and start sharpening um I don't know if that made sense at all but like just any like personal like experiences more about like fighting off comparison or fighting off the lies of comparison well I remember one time I was um (laughs) okay I I care a lot about what other people think about me which can be a good thing or it can be a very bad thing um and that obviously tends towards like it can tend towards comparison so I remember one time I was like um I was talking to a friend and I was saying like no she was telling me that another friend was more calm than I was Mm. and I was like I'm not a I I am a calm person and I got kind of offended (laughs) and she had to she has like look it's not a bad thing to not be calm like being passionate about things is good you know and she was just like I guess I guess that's would qualify as sharpening that she's like reminding me hey you don't have to be everything in the world you don't have to be all these character qualities and like it's not bad if you're not and um just like trying to um, yeah, help me see, that. help me to calm down and, and not be, yeah, oh my gosh, offended and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I think oh, something that kind of came to mind too is like not being so quick to almost like be defensive. Mm, um, yeah. So being defensive, well, I'm not this way or I'm not this way, almost like you have to defend why you are the way you are or... I don't know. That could go down a rabbit hole talking about that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I guess just to kind of close it up as well as, you know, what, um, how has kind of realizing this um, encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and just encourage you as you've grown more um, in Christ? Yeah. Um, well... So, I mean, like I said, it's kind of a constant battle. I'm still, like, obviously, probably until the day I die, we'll be fighting this battle. Um, but it's sweet to have friends, like, to remind you who who you are and that the way God made you is good. Um, because 
you know, God, God was like, hey, this was really good um, when he made man. And so it's sweet to have friends be like, no, the way God made you is good. And um, just like reminding um, that you are beautiful and you are like you are God, like Jesus died for you. Yeah. Um, like you're worth that. Um, so just like being content in that, I guess. It's very difficult. Um, but so, so something that I had realized actually, and this is kind of interesting to me, I realized a little bit ago, I was like, you know, it's really kind of silly to compare yourself to other people because the person you're comparing yourself to is probably that you're like, oh, they're so great. I wish I was like them. It's probably comparing themselves to somebody else too, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're even comparing themselves to you. And they're like, oh, that person, you know? And so it's just, I was like, wow, it's really kind of silly to compare yourself to other people. And yet I do it all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is all. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know if that answered your question or not, but that's what I got. No, it was a good answer. I mean, hey, like it's encouraged you and being content in how the Lord's created you and your weird quirks or your, you know, that you like pizza a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's how the Lord made you. And I think that's phenomenal. And it's how we're able to help sharpen one another is, you know, there's obviously for those who know scripture, it's, you know, this book in the Bible called First Corinthians, and it talks about, um, First Corinthians 11 and 12, um, talking about, you know, one body and many different members, or we all have different spiritual gifts, and um, we all, like, can't be arms, we all can't be ears, you know, there's a reason why we have different body parts, you know, one of us is a finger, or one of us is a, a, a toe, or... There's a reason because each part has a different function and how we can help, you know, be the body to help each other grow and um, be encouraged and to be strengthened. So it's a it's a good point. And and it kind of also goes back to being humble and being um, showing humility and being content of your own identity as well. Um, So but that was really good. Oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to say one more thing. Um, I think it's really sweet how, like, when other people do, um, like, help you combat those lies and they tell you, like, they tell the truth back to you, um, it's kind of like you're being reminded that you can't do life by yourself. You need other people. And, um, like, yeah, God didn't intend for us to go through life by ourselves. He intended for us to be a part of a family. Like, he adopted us into his family. He adopted he adopted me into his family. He adopted you into his family. So, like, we're sisters, right? And it's really sweet because it's like, no, I can't do this by myself. But there are, I have a family who will help me do it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you for coming here. And, well, wait, never mind. I came to you. Um, <laughs> and... Thank you for being able to speak and um, just kind of share your heart and just share your story. So for those listening, just wherever you are, um, if it's in the morning, afternoon, night, breakfast or dinner, just in the car, um, I hope you've enjoyed and then I hope that this has encouraged you during this time. So, all right. Well, thank you all.
I just wanted to follow up and say thank you all for listening again. It was so fun um, hanging out with Sarah and hearing her heart and just hearing her story. Uh, So wherever you are, um, wherever you're listening it to, um, we just hope that you enjoy and that you're able still to have some encouragement from this. Um, And I'm sure that there's different parts of her story that can um, fall into yours or that you can relate to. I know for me, um, again, just with comparing myself um, with her in nursing school, um, I literally sometimes feel like I am not doing a single thing that is contributing at all (laughs) that has no purpose, but with my job at least, but that is a lie. And that's just me comparing my accomplishments to hers. But in the end, it's all lies. And it's kind of asking that question, you know, where do you find yourself grounded? And where do you find yourself in your identity? And a lot of other questions. Um, so I, I just hope that you leave here feeling encouraged and knowing that it's, it's okay. And um, we're just, again, coming back over to, you know, what is good and where we seek comfort, where we seek love. Um, for us, again, it's in the Lord. And um, regardless, still, I, I just hope that you leave here feeling refreshed. Um, so anyways, I hope you all have a wonderful day and stay tuned for more. Thank you.